Hi, and welcome to the Virtuosity Project podcast. My name's Lisa Hetherington, and I'll be chatting to you each week about all things CrossFit, motivation, life, a little bit behind the doors of a CrossFit affiliate, and anything else that we think might provide you with some education, uh, give you a little bit of entertainment and some inspiration along the way. So thanks for listening. If you do enjoy what you hear, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes through the Apple Podcast app. Uh, That would help us out a great deal. Leave us a review, give us a rating. We would really love that. And please share this with your friends. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Virtuosity Project. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for the feedback on the last uh, few episodes. This is episode number five, so we're clocking them up. Uh, still quite in the beginner phase, but we're learning as we go, or I'm learning as I go. Uh, thanks for all the feedback and the shares. If you've taken the time to leave us an iTunes review, I do read them all. Thank you very much for your time there. Um, if you haven't yet had the chance to give us a review and you love the podcast, I'd really appreciate that. Or if you take two minutes to share it um, with your friends, then that would make us really happy as well and get the word out there. The purpose of the Virtuosity Project is really just to help increase people's ability to get some good information around wellness and and training and demystify some of the things around CrossFit and share some of our experiences here at CrossFit 4504. I know there's a few people that listen that have never done CrossFit, have been too intimidated, too scared to try CrossFit, or have tried CrossFit and had a bad experience. Um, and part of the purpose of, of me... Um, having a chat to you guys or sharing information every week is demystifying some of that stuff and and showing where experiences can be different at different uh, boxes and different uh, philosophies and with different communities and how, you know, everything is worth a try and helping guide you in some things to look for and some questions to ask when you go and, and try those experiences out. So just a quick check-in with everyone how has your week been? Have you checked in with yourself to see how you're feeling? How's your mindset been this week? Have you felt productive? Have you been unproductive? Can you not quite put your finger on why things haven't flowed this week? Um, I know there's been a full moon and sometimes that sends the world a little bit astray at times. I know I've had some crazy times this week. Um, Taking a few minutes each day, I find very useful in checking in with yourself where you're at. Um, Usually I get to the gym here about quarter past four of the morning, our first class is at 5am, and I take about 10 minutes in that time once I've set up the gym and it's still quiet, nobody's here, just to make some notes in my uh, notepad about what are my intentions for the day, how do I want to be on that day, whether I feel like I need to be more proactive, uh, more mindful, more positive, uh, more uh, engaging with people or and setting my daily gratitude, it really helps me focus for the day. And, and, and I find that through the day, I'm a little bit more mindful of those things. And if I find myself dwelling on on stuff or not being very proactive, I have that in the back of my head. So I start working towards where I want to be on that day or what my outcomes I want for the day. Um, and that generally helps keep me on track as well for my day, as well as looking at my nutrition for the day. As I said before, I work with The Method now, um, a fantastic nutrition coaching company, um, you know, and I check in with my coach fairly regularly throughout the week. I'll just send her messages or emails, but she may have replied to something overnight. 
And it's a good chance for me to sit down and assess my nutrition for the day and make sure that I'm being mindful about everything that I'm eating or when I'm planning to eat and that I've got what I need. Um, and it really does help set you up for success. Uh, here at CrossFit 4504 for the last three weeks, we've been hitting the 800-gram uh, challenge. Got quite a few of the crew doing that alongside me. And it's been great. Everyone, had, I think I spoke about it last week, but it's been even more fantastic this week. People adding in a broader range of uh, fruit and vegetables and, and trying things. Uh, people who've never sat down and had breakfast before are actually looking to have breakfast to find more ways to get more vegetables or fruit into their day and get it started in the right way as they head towards that 800 gram. So it's been really positive for us. I know myself, I've enjoyed uh, getting into that and getting my nutrition squared away and and that's definitely been uh, something that's working very well for me rather than uh, going right down to little macro detail. So um, that's been very positive for us as well. So check that out if you're interested. Um, it's run. It was run by Optimize Me Nutrition, E.C. Sinkowski, who is one of the CrossFit Level 1 OG trainers, uh, started that initiative but if you just google 800 gram challenge you'll find all the information on that and we have loved it it's been great so this week i thought i would talk a little bit about and the episode is called embrace the suck and you may wonder what the suck is and i guess the way that i define it is and we'll talk about it from a workout perspective firstly it's that moment when you deep dark into a workout um, you know, your lungs are screaming, your body's hurting, and you come face to face with, you know, who you really are. You In that deep, dark place, you actually see what you're made of and who you are. And that can be a confronting space for people to hit. Um, it can be uncomfortable, apart from the physical aspects of the lungs burning, the legs screaming, the brain telling you you want to stop, you want to slow down, you want to rest. Um, it can also be a confronting place when you're you know, you're looking at, at at yourself, I guess, and and seeing what you're really made of in that moment. Now, um, for me, and you know, I might be a weirdo or one of those weird people, but I can actually hang out in that space. I actually don't mind that space. I'm not built for speed, as I've said before, um, but I can go consistently for a really long time in really horrible, miserable workouts. That seems to be where I'm happy. If you give me one of the traditional CrossFit uh, you know, fast-paced, high-intensity um, benchmark girls like Fran, which is 21-15-9 thrusters and pull-ups, and that's designed to be, you know, done in sub-five minutes. That is not my wheelhouse at all. It does not bring me joy. Um, but give me something that goes for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, and you've just got to grind it out, and you get in that horrible, horrible place where well, you don't seem to like yourself very much anymore and you don't seem to like life very much anymore or your coach or whoever's written the workout for you, they're the spaces where I tend to thrive and I can just keep going. I'll just keep um, chugging along and getting through that work and I can hang out in that space. Now, in a workout, we get, we get into that space um, through intensity intensity takes many, many forms. Um, intensity can be how fast you're doing something. So you could get on uh, an echo bike or an air bike or a rower, or you could do sprints um, or do, as I just talked about, Fran, uh, work out with a light barbell movement and a light and a bodyweight gymnastics movement and go super fast and you'll feel that burning in your lungs and that, that, uh, that feeling that 
your legs are about to explode or your arms are about to fall off. Or you can have it when doing heavy, heavy loads, which is um, my other preferred space and probably why I enjoyed uh, my powerlifting training when I was competing in, in that it was very much a, just a heavy grind every day and you had to, you know, lean in and do the work and get your sets done, get your reps done and work at the weights that, you know, my coach had programmed for me. And doing uh, strength work at the right load or an appropriate load for you um, can definitely generate intensity. Um, I know from a programming perspective, um, a lot of people feel like if they just come in and do the heavy day, uh, and the way that we program here is usually one element per day, um, it'll either be a workout, sort of a high-intensity piece, or it could be um, a heavy strength element. And I know that... um, um, when we get the the loading right on a heavy day, that that is enough for people at the end of the day. If you've done, you know, seven sets of three or five sets of five, um, any of those sort of combinations or even working up to one rep max, you should be pretty spent because you will have well and truly tested your central nervous system. So that is intensity. It's just not in that same lung-burning way, but your muscles definitely feel it. Now, the thing with intensity is a lot of people get scared by intensity and this is where CrossFit can come into a lot of criticism, I guess, because people view our program as quite intense and it, and it can be done right. And, and done right intensity is a very powerful tool. Intensity, as I say to my guys quite often, is where the magic happens. That's where you, you know, um, burn fat and increase your lean muscle. Um, it's where you um, develop great mental fortitude and strength and you increase your lung capacity and you um, learn to push through, all of those things. Um, intensity is where the magic happens. That's where the real gains are. Um, but many, many people are scared of intensity. Um, in life, as I've talked about before, we've we've grown accustomed to being comfortable and uh, feeling discomfort and pain does not sit well with some people and you know when it uh even professionals I was just speaking to one of my members uh today who is um pregnant and she's toddling along and going very very well we're working with her and scaling her appropriately so that she can come and move but she's working within her um safe levels and we're we're keeping her well and healthy and she said the and she's a medical professional and the amazing number of specialists and doctors that just come across her and say, oh, you're not still doing CrossFit, are you? You're not still exercising. And people get afraid of intensity because they think it's going to hurt them or do something bad to them. And and don't get me wrong, it absolutely can when done incorrectly. If she were to just take herself out and decide, well, you know, I've always been a runner. I'm going to go run a half marathon this weekend or I'm going to do sprints or I'm going to do, um, you know, anything, anything, you know, not so like that, then absolutely that's not going to be a good outcome for her and maybe not the healthiest option for her. Um, but if you're working with professionals that know what they're doing, and we are very lucky here that we have um, Annie Richardson from the Mama Movement and she specialises in pre- and postnatal um, health um, and helping mums be active and healthy and fit and well leading up to the birth of their little one and after. 
So Annie is one of our coaches here and she's been excellent and I will have her on uh, to interview her shortly when we can organise it um, to talk about the importance of of moving and, and helping mums get back to moving safely um, and moving well. And because quite often exactly what would happen, they would women who are pregnant would go to these medical professionals who would just simply say, don't do that, don't, you know, you're, you're pregnant, don't do anything. When we know that moving and, and being as healthy as you can through your pregnancy helps uh, your little one develop, it helps you have a better outcome once you've had the baby, it helps your mental health, um, a whole raft of things rather than just sitting and uh, basically being an incubator for nine months, let's face it. So there's varying levels of intensity and intensity is relative to you. I can have a class here of 10 members and each member might be using different weights. We're scaling to different movements to meet them where they are, to, to, to work around any particular issues or biomechanical limitations they have. And yet at the end of it, if I've done my job correctly and my coaches have done their job correctly, they should feel exactly the same as every other member who has maybe done the workout as prescribed or has, has worked at heavier weight or more complex movements. It They're just working at their own relative level, but they're still getting that intensity piece. So intensity can be dangerous when people do it incorrectly. You don't want people hitting what I like to call their red line or their maximum level of intensity every day. You're going to burn out. You're going to cook. You need those sort of more moderate-paced efforts or longer-paced efforts. Um, you know, varying up the stimulus definitely helps people recover and perform better and help their maxes and also throwing in those heavy days. So I love intensity and I love the feeling that it brings. But as I said, when people get into that space that we call the suck, where it's the intensities, it's you're at your, your own relative intensity and that could be heart rate intensity, it could just be um, breathing, strength, whatever, wherever you're at, um, what do you do? Do you get to that point and turn around and take the foot off the gas and rest or do you push through? And I guess I sometimes like to talk about how intensity in training can mirror, you know, how you respond to situations in life as well. So in training, when it gets hard, when you get frustrated, you're not getting a movement, you're struggling in a workout, you're like halfway through a long, long workout and you feel like crap and your legs are burning and your arms are falling off and you just don't want to be doing it right then, that's when you make a decision. Do you do one more rep? Do you do two more reps? Do you put put down whatever it is, kettlebell for example, put it down and rest? Do you rest for one second or do you rest for 10 seconds? Do you walk around the room aimlessly? When the intensity is is firing high and it's and you're under the pump in the workout and you get to that horrible place where it can feel like you're in that dark place, you know, do you stop? You see the clock and go, oh, there's only five more seconds left. I'll just stop now. Do you stop early? Do you, you know, not even come off one implement, you've got five seconds left, do you run over and, and try and get some reps in the next implement or do you just drop down and go, um, that's it, you know? Um, 
all of those things can be a reflection of how you handle daily life and and how you look at your life and how you act, particularly when things get hard. So when things do get hard and uncomfortable in, in life, do you push through? Do you keep going? Do you find a way to get to the end? Or do you back off? Do you find an easier way? If you're trying to nut out a, a problem at work, you know, a project or working through an issue, do you look for the easy way? Or do you actually head down, bum up, dig in, lean in, let's get this done, it's got to be done? Um, And it can really show a lot of people's uh, reflections, I guess, on who they are. Um, Like I said, I can hang out in that space. I'm very comfortable with where I've been, who I am, and I know the baggage that I have and it's all packed in matching Louis Vuitton bags and and packed away nicely and sometimes when you hit that deep dark space and that's where you're confronted with those moments where you start to question what you're doing, why you're doing it, whether you're good enough, whether you should bother and it's a good time I guess to have that that conversation with yourself while you keep going, you know. It's it's not going to beat me today and I'm not saying that every time I've come up against that situation in life or in a workout that I've necessarily been able to push through. But um, the mindset is around let's just keep going. Um, I can be stubborn at times. Might surprise some of you that know me well. Um, I can be stubborn. Um, And it's just simply if I'm given a task to do, then, okay, well, I'm going to keep going till it's done, till someone tells me to stop. And that's the way I've always been. Um, And I find when I'm watching people in class, you can actually see them. I can see the members when they actually take the foot off the gas and you can see it's too strong, it's too confronting, don't want to deal with that, and they pull back. And that's okay. There's no judgment on that. Um, It's just who we are in that moment and maybe, you know, a different workout and a different day they'll choose to push through and that's okay. It's our job as coaches to help push them through that point. One of my favourite Greg Glassman quotes, which I think I've mentioned before, is that we fail at the margins of our experience. So the job of a good coach is to keep pushing those margins out. So if we can help you, you know, dip your toe into where it's uncomfortable and stay there for a little longer each time, then we've pushed those margins out and you know that it's okay to work out in that space or to push through in that space, and next time, go a little further and a little, little deeper down into that into that hole. Um, it's I had a, an excellent coach when I lived in Sydney, James, who was possibly the best coach I've ever had, um, working one on one. And he used to we used to do a one on one session every week. And he used to know my strategy in a workout that I would, you know, break up every five or ten reps depending on the movement, and that was comfortable. That's what I did. And I like nice round numbers, but I would break them up. And one day he challenged me in a workout. He says, we're not going to break it up in in those even numbers today. When we get to 10, I want you to do, I think the set um, we were doing with kettlebells, the workout had burpees, kettlebells and warbles, which is a delightful combination at the best of time, um, and a row. And he he said to me, he said, all right, when we get to um, 10 reps, there's 15 reps. He said, I want you to do 11. 
and don't put it down. Because then in your mind, once you've done 11, you're like, well, I've only got four left. I'll just keep going. And he was counting my reps in the workout and pushing me to not put down uh, the war ball or not put down the kettlebell and, and to keep keep a constant pace on that row, not feel that point when I was rowing when my lungs were about to explode and I just wanted to ease in just a little bit or stop that wheel turning. Um, and it was a valuable lesson for me in that, A, definitely capable of much more than I thought, and B, when I tap into that work capacity, I find this um, inner strength and inner resolve and almost like a little secret cache of energy that you didn't know that you had that you could use that to drive yourself forward. And it's amazing how many times in day-to-day life that's actually been, you know, um, I guess something I've called upon. And it's something I try and teach our members here that, you know, we are capable of far more than we than the limits that we place on ourselves or even the limits that other people place on ourselves. How many people have said to you, you can't do that, you shouldn't do that, Uh, that's too heavy, that's too light, Uh, that's too much, that's not enough. There's, There's limits that people place on us all the time and we absorb that information subconsciously even as children Um, and that is stuff that keeps recurring and then in our life as adults or as we progress on our journey, stuff that keeps coming back up. It's like, oh, well, I can't do that. Um, It's interesting. I had a, a thought today when I was driving somewhere about just my default thought um, was, well, I can't do that. Um, And then I stopped myself and I checked myself and I was like, hang on a minute. Why can't I do that? Like, why? There's, there's absolutely no reason. And when I thought about it, go, well, that's what um, people have always said. It's like, well, just because people say that doesn't mean that it's not possible. If people listened to what everyone said was impossible, well, no one would have gone to the moon, whether or not you think they did or not. Let's just say they did. Um, seems to be a hot topic at the moment. You know, then they wouldn't have. The explorers in the ancient times who were told that the world was flat if they stuck to that limiting belief they wouldn't have loaded up their boats and and headed west and east because they would have thought there's no point I'm going to fall off the edge but they went um and we often have those those limiting beliefs and I think that if we can tap into that little resource within us that that lets us know that we can do anything when we get into the suck when we get into that horrible part of of life or in a workout, we know that we can just take a breath and keep going because at the end of the day, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to be better for getting through it and we're going to learn a lot about ourselves in the process. We find that training makes us the most vulnerable. It's one of the, the ways that makes us the most vulnerable we can be. When you're deep in the bottom of the suck or a horrible workout, you're pretty much raw and exposed. And that's where sometimes, you know, we've we've found if people have had a bad day or they've got a lot going on in their life, sometimes that stuff will bubble to the surface. And that's okay. Like we've got very much a culture here of, you know, support and no judgment at CrossFit 4504. So it's not like someone's going to make a big deal of it, but someone's going to come over and put their hand in their back and say, you good? Do you want to keep going? And every single time I've done that to somebody, they've wiped their face, nodded their head and gone, yeah, I want to keep going. I'm going to finish. Cool. But they know that we're there. 
so that they're not on their own. A coach will stay there and encourage them on for a little bit further and then we'll let them do their thing, but they're not on their own. And that and that's the big kicker and I think that's um, what we're able to provide for our community here. It comes from a place of genuine care, but we all know what it's like to be in that place and to have that happen. But we also know the value of what's coming on the other side and a good coach won't let you quit. Um, just the same as having good friends, good support, um, good people around you in life, they're not going to let you quit on yourself either and accept less for yourself. So I guess today uh, what I really want you to get out of this or what I hope you'll get out of this, it's not that I'm lecturing to you, is that sometimes in life we have to embrace the suck. Um, you know, it's it's not always plain sailing. It's not always easy. And the suck is different for everybody. It You know, for some people it can be dealing with a major tragedy or a major you know health issue for friends or family and and those things are hard and they're brutal and they're devastating but we still have to embrace that for the um uh for what it teaches us and what what it shows us about ourselves and the more that we can learn our about ourselves as humans the better humans we can be if we learn that we can stand up in those moments that we can um, help lead and guide others and be there for others, you know, that's that's stuff we can take to the bank and, and go away with. We know we're not going to fall short when, when we need it most. And we know then that the people around us would do the same for us. Um, in a workout, by embracing that suck and pushing hard, you're going to get to the side of those results. You're going to get past those things that are holding you back. Um, if you always, I, I know my members are probably sick of hearing me say this, but there's no growth where there's comfort. So if you always stay where there's where you're comfortable and it's easy and cruisy, you're not going to grow. You're not going to change. You're just going to be maintaining pretty much. It's it's better than doing nothing, but you're just maintaining. And to go back to my previous episode, you're not really then having the opportunity to live your best life, which is what we're about. I want each of my friends, my family, my community to have the opportunity to live their best life and be their best version of themselves. And, you know, whatever part that we can play in that, then we're going to do that. But I'm a big advocate of, you know, not backing off. Just stay in that place and push through. It probably won't last as long as you think it will. Um, you know, on average, if you're doing a workout that lasts 20 minutes, it's, it's 20 minutes out of your day. It's tiny. If an hour is 4% of your day, 20% is is tiny out of that, you know, and you're only you're not going to hurt for the full 20 minutes of the workout. Might hurt a little bit a little bit of the way in and right up till just before the end and then you see the end and you get a second wind. It's temporary. Um, the suck in life can last on a little bit longer, particularly depending on the situation you're dealing with. But if you can lean in and live your best life, and be your best self, you're going to get through it, you're going to be okay, and you're going to come out of it stronger, you're going to have some lessons, not everything is going to turn out perfect, and that's life, that's this whole roller coaster that we're all on together, not everything turns out perfect, I've had my share of ups and downs and disappointments and ins and outs in life and windy trails, um, but I'm still here and I'm still fighting on and I'm still trying to be the best I can every day. And that's all we can do ultimately. And I've learnt my biggest lessons 
when I've had to embrace the suck. And that's one of my favourite sayings, actually, and I haven't actually used it for a long time until I was thinking about what what I would cover this week and talking about intensity and it's that suckage, it's that that deep place, but how you also get there in your daily life as well. So my challenge this week is to embrace the suck. If you're doing your workout, whether it's running, swimming, Zumba, whatever, uh, CrossFit, um, and it gets hard, do one more. Do one more rep. Do two more reps. Don't stop. If you stop, stop for less time. Embrace it. If there's something you're battling in life and you might be procrastinating on it a little bit because it's a bit hard and it's a bit uncomfortable, lean in. Get it done. Just tackle part of it. Tackle some element of it. And I guarantee you everything will seem a lot more manageable, a little more easy as you go through. So let me know how you go. You can email me on the virtuosity project at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram through CF4504 Coach Lisa. No spaces or underscores this week. I got rid of all those to make it easy for you guys. Also, we're on Twitter as the Virtuosity Project as well. So look us up there. Uh, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. Any thoughts or ideas on topics and guests, we would love to hear that. And also, if you do listen to us on Apple, uh, please feel free to give us a, a, a review and a rating on the Apple Store. Those things are kind of important in Apple land. But if you're not an Apple listener, thanks for listening and please share the podcast. We're ever so grateful for that. So have a good week, team. Let me know how you go. We'll be back next week. Uh, hoping to bring some uh, guests to you soon, talking about all things life, wellness, and CrossFit. Oh, for those in CrossFit land, exciting announcement this week. Rogue uh, will be live streaming the CrossFit Games and bringing just about the whole uh, previous CrossFit HQ Games commentary staff on board. So at least we know there's one reliable stream. We'll be able to watch it. If you go through the roguefitness.com uh, site, uh, there's a, a link there to their Iron Sports page, and that's where it's going to be broadcast. So follow them on Facebook, get that information. Also in November in Australia, really exciting for us. We've got the Torian Pro coming up. And we've got Rich Froning, uh, China Cho, Tia Claire Toomey, um, heaps of top-line athletes, so keep an eye out for that as well. All right, team, have a great week. This is a Virtuosity Project. Mm -hmm. Keep doing the common uncommonly well, and I will talk to you next week.